0: This is It Happened One Year, A Look Back at the Events, Big and Small, Famed and Forgotten From. 1967. Hey everybody. Hello.
1: Welcome to the show. We're doing it again. <laughs> it Happened One Year, 1967. 1967. It Happened One Year in
0: 1967. No, no, don't start saying that now. It Happened One
1: Year from
0: 1967. <laughs> We've been doing this for like... 87 episodes or something. Something. You can't change it up now.
1: Yeah, now. We're going to start mixing. We we keep trying the idea of coming up with new intros. It's like, how should we start the show different? But nothing ever sticks. No, it's the
0: same every time. We always just do it the same. You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And
1: I mean, if there's one thing that's not broke, it's it happened one year. (laughs) It's true. A clockwork masterpiece. Just... Wait, moving right along. But
0: before we get into our bullshit, I, we have to thank our friend Danielle, who did the intro to today's uh, show. So uh, thanks, thanks, Pally. Yeah, appreciate it.
1: She uh, either will appear or has appeared in the visitors from Nova Scotia, one of the depending two. when this yeah. episode comes out. Yeah, uh,
0: everyone in this show was great. No one screamed better than Danielle.
1: Yeah, if you even if you go back and listen to the trailer, which at this point is mostly of what's available. Yeah, she, I had to turn her down so much Mm-mm. to even, and it's so loud, just to yeah. make it fit. She was very committed, so committed to the everybody panic that she throws out in the trailer. Yes. So. so great. You know what? If this episode is coming out before that, I'll put the trailer again at the end of this episode. Excellent. I'm just, well why done. not? Yeah. Just get them going. Just
0: looking for a reason. So uh, I think
1: uh, when we were done with Star Trek, yeah, uh, we assumed mm-hmm. we were finally putting to bed November 3rd for all times. Yes. Like, that that was it. We it, did it in 94. Yes. The Blackout Thursday. Yep. We did it in 67. Yep. And we thought we were done.
0: And, and we're actually never going to live a November 3rd from now on. We're just going to go right from the 2nd to the 4th. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's over.
1: It's just like uh, when I was growing up. I went right from being 11 to 13.
0: <laughs> because. 12. <laughs> Wonderful. So anyway.
1: <laughs> but, no. What has actually turned out was. yeah. I took a look at the chart again mm-hmm. because I'm that guy. Yep. And I was like, you know, we picked the hot shows. We picked the big programs from 67. We did your Wild Wild West <laughs> with Bob Conrad's tight pants. Yep. You know, we did uh, Gomer Pyle, the like fourth highest rated show or whatever on television. Uh, big hit. Yeah. Jim Neighbors' beautiful singing voice. No, I hated it. And we did Star Trek, the yep. most famous show of all time. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't even really consider anything else from yep. that night. And maybe we shouldn't
0: have. No, <laughs> but we, we 100% should have. Yeah. And I would actually argue that we covered the hot shows on the first episode, because some of these shows, very hot.
1: Oh, this this episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. Well, okay. So <laughs> let's let's just quickly go down yeah. the Friday night lineup that we are dealing with for mm-hmm. November 3rd, just to, to try to put some context around what yeah. we've actually seen. Yeah. So. Uh, so far, we've done Wild Wild West. We did. Which aired at 7.30 on CBS. Way to go. Let's just do Eastern Time just okay. to make it simple. Sure. Right? Back then, 7.30 seems to be when they were kicking off evening, <laughs> Yeah. Right? Wild Wild West was at 7.30. Gomer Pyle followed it at 8.30 also on CBS. Yeah. And Star Trek was opposite Gomer Pyle at 8.30 over on NBC. Like you do. That was what we've done so far. Yeah. Now, when we started looking at it again to see, well, what else was there? There's only so many of those shows we can find, right? Like, a lot of single-season 67 shows just don't exist anymore. Yeah,
0: and I would say the ones we've watched so far, for the most part, we found, and they were pretty good. They were okay. But there was one that we watched that was not.
1: Right. I mean, it's just wherever you can get these shows, right? So other shows that aired that night that we couldn't find, there was uh, uh, 1967 Hollywood Squares. Yeah. There's no way to narrow that down. That would have been too hard. And it's like finding single episodes of game shows is really hard. Yeah. There was a show just called Judd for the Defense. His name was Judd. <laughs> Can't find that. And there was The Guns of Will Sonnet, another western, which was airing over on ABC. Yeah. Those I couldn't find. Yeah. But what we did find is a a weird uh, trilogy of shows that... Yeah. Uh, cover a, a broader. I mean, like Friday night had a big genre swing, yeah. right? Like that yeah. that night was all over the place. Yeah,
0: there was a lot going on.
1: So, where do you, you want to? How do you want to do this? Yeah. Do you want to do it in order of they aired that night, or the order that we watched them? It's actually, it's actually the same. Yeah, thing. I
0: don't know the difference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I would say either Perfect. is good. Yeah. Although I feel like we should do them in the order that we looked them up because that's the like least interesting to most interesting. Yeah,
1: that's fair. Yeah. Okay, so then the last thing we watched, yes. uh which uh aired after Star Trek on NBC, yes, was a weird little sitcom called Accidental Family. Yeah. Uh starring the the great Jerry Van Dyke. Jer- Or just Jerry Van Dyke.
0: (laughs) Are you questioning Jerry Van Dyke's greatness?
1: Jerry Van Dyke's great on uh, Coach. He is great on Coach. Uh, I've never seen anything else he was in that I was like, this is really good.
0: (laughs) I mean, he kind of looked like Jerry Van Dyke in this, so I think... uh... Was that guy ever young? (laughs) This
1: was 1967, and he appeared to still be a pretty old man. He looked
0: a little old. Yeah, Yeah. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah, it's a sitcom called Accidental Family... The plot is uh, Jerry Van Dyke is, like, a stand-up comedian, I think. Okay. And he works in showbiz, and he goes to Vegas. and But he also bought a farm. <laughs> Just and, like you do. Like you do. Yeah. And he has a kid, and there's this woman who runs the farm. She also has a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's the premise of the show. Like, they're an accidental family. But, like, there's not a thing between him and her. Like, so that's not... family
1: is really a, a, yeah. a, a term of proximity, right?
0: I, I think so. But I think the idea is when he's out on the road she like raises his kid, oh. and so the kids are like siblings, and yeah. so the parents are also there.
1: I guess there's probably not enough episodes of this show to really no. get into a lot of that.
0: No, it started in 1967. It, it, it premiered in September. Mm. Uh, it was canceled by January of 1968. Mm. Mid-season cancellation. Didn't make, uh, cancellation. It. Didn't did, not, make it. did not do well. Yeah, But critically, it was actually seen as pretty good. Um, which is interesting. Yeah, it got some pretty good reviews. It was after Star Trek, which Jerry uh, Lewis, uh, Jer- nope. Mm. Not Jerry Lewis. Jerry Van Dyke. What's his name?
1: Which Jerry Van Dyke? Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah,
0: complained was the problem. Like they just put, oh, him, put him in a Star bad Trek spot. Star Trek was a bad leader. Yeah. yeah, which I don't think was true. I thought Star Trek had pretty good. Uh, it did
1: okay ratings but it's probably just the audience wasn't yeah. the same, right? Uh,
0: and I think we didn't get to this, but I think it had competition. Like it was up against stuff that that did oh, really that's well. Fair. That's so fair. Uh, I've always
1: thought like. I mean I remember I used to say this a lot and now it seems like I haven't gotten the opportunity in a long time. But yeah. The show Prison Break I always blamed with killing arrested development. Oh. Because they were on the same network. Yeah. But clearly shouldn't have been put together no. in a Matlock, my so called life type way. Yeah. Where Prison Break was really popular. Yeah. Um, but in no way was that the same audience that no. was going to look for arrested development in its early days when it was a very unknown show. Yeah. Just winning awards but not
0: not getting actually getting on Yeah. yeah. I, I can't see watching an episode of Prison Break and then wanting to stick around and watch uh, Jason Bateman in a sitcom.
1: Doesn't make a ton no, of sense. doesn't yeah. make a ton of sense. I always blamed Prison Break. I'm not even sure if that's fair.
0: No. Oh. But yeah, ha- no, halfway through the season, they said no, no more Accidental Family, and they replaced it with uh, Hollywood Squares, apparently. Oh, well, there and you went go. Went back into the, in moving, the
1: thing. Moving yep. things around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the only, I didn't have anything on it, really. I was curious about the main woman, uh, Lois Nettleton, because I was just curious. Yeah. Well, she looked familiar, but this was the show that the copy we saw of it was this horrible oh, YouTube copy. you couldn't
0: even yeah. like, tell really what was happening. But, like, I
1: don't even know how they would have gotten that. Like, that that seems like... Because, mm-hmm. you know, nobody was recording things from 67. Like, no. some To get anything from 67, it has to have been put somewhere. So yeah. I don't know what that even is, if that's, like, a kinescope or what that is. Right. So it's really hard to see. But I was curious about the, the main woman, who uh, did grow up... I, I believe, in uh, here in Chicago.
0: Oh, good for her. Went
1: to DePaul. So Nice. Um, but I think what she was familiar from, she's in a great Twilight Zone episode called The Midnight Sun. Oh. I think that's what I recognize her from. Okay. She was also on some later seasons of Mary Tyler Moore, so maybe it was Yeah. There. But uh, yeah. she did win some Emmy Awards at oh. one point. So she was a, a relatively accomplished person in her time.
0: Good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were only 16 episodes of the show. Uh, we watched an episode called... Uh, something, oh, The Making of a Vegetarian. Yeah. And it was about the two kids had lambs that were competing in a contest. It was a
1: weird episode. Even as a sitcom, it was a really, it felt tired. What number episode was that?
0: Uh, seven.
1: Yeah, that that feels like a really down-the-road plot where, but I mean, I guess if the show's built around the kids a lot, yeah. whatever else happens on that show that, like, they needed the kids to have a lot to do. Yeah. But that wasn't, uh, I didn't I didn't care for that.
0: It really is. They, they describe the sitcom as, like, a, you know, good old-fashioned, like, Family values, you know, yeah. situational comedy, fish out of water type, sure. uh, type sitcom. Yeah. The Do you want to talk about the plot of uh, the episode that we watched? Sure. Yeah. So these two kids uh, each have a lamb. They're fighting
1: because they live on a farm. Because
0: they live on a farm. They I, they raise the lambs. I don't know how they get the lambs, Beats but anyway, they raise the lambs. So uh, both they're fighting about who's gonna win, and so the mother sides with the daughter, and the son, the father sides with the son, and they try and help their kids. But the mother's like the farm manager, so sure. she knows what she's doing. The father.
1: Jerry's a comedian. Jerry's
0: a comedian, he does not know what he's doing. Doesn't tell a lot of jokes. No, no, not a lot of jokes. I also didn't love that she was like, Well, I'm gonna be on my daughter's side, but then was like, Let me help you, let me help you, let me help you. I
1: don't just don't just let him. I think she was trying to be a good guy. Yeah. But it was it was peculiar. It was
0: peculiar. Yeah. Um and so they go and they show the lamb and of course the boy wins because that was cruel. I didn't
1: see that coming. I thought I thought either they were gonna tie or like they said like, oh, it's gonna come down to him or some other kid. I was like, well if the other kid wins yeah. that's pretty good no. but then they needed the slam bang finish yes so he had to win yeah.
0: yeah i i also knew he was gonna win because misogyny i knew i could tell
1: yeah that's, <laughs> yeah i mean it, it has t- i'd say the episode has tinges of that but she yeah. she the woman really sticks up i can't remember any characters names mm. she really trish trish Something like was that. Is that her name? I can't. remember. I have no idea. She seemed to really stick up for herself and the and her daughter. So she did. it wasn't like she's just getting steamrolled. She was just being nice to Jerry, who's a buffoon.
0: Yeah. So. Uh,
1: Sue. <laughs> Shit. Her name's Sue.
0: <laughs> it's not Trish. It's Sue. Oh, the
1: kid's Tracy. Maybe. Yeah, that's the what
0: kid's name with. is Tra- yeah. Tracy and Sandy. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Of. Um, but yeah, so so the the boy uh, Sandy, he wins. Mm-hmm. He's real excited. He brings his prize money over. Yeah. It's. Like, $750. Which For $67, that's a, ton that's a ton of money. That's a ton of money. So the parents go over, they're like, this can't be right. And he was like, oh, well, you signed away the lamb. And they see that it's going to a meat packing company. Yeah. And they're like, no! And so they yeah. chase it. This is
1: the big slam-bang yeah. finish where they got to go and rescue the lamb. Yeah, they
0: got to go rescue the lamb. They get to the place, and the guy's like, oh, oh, you don't know what happens here. Yeah, it's a breeding facility. So that S- lamb stud farm is doing some stuff.
1: That lamb's getting up to it. He's getting up that to it. That ram... Ram, Ram, Ram Tuff.
0: Very good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't
1: know what, yeah, he's... That
0: Ram Ram tough. They realize, because they, real, they
1: don't mention that the lamb is a boy, boy until yeah. the end. So then yeah. all of a sudden, business time. Business time. Business time. <laughs> uh, that
0: lamb's getting it. And that
1: was it. Uh, I mean, it's hard to judge, I think, that episode because it's so hard to watch. Yeah. It's so hard to see yeah. and the sound is bad. Like, Ooh. it really is this super bootleg of whatever. But I, I can't even guess where they yeah. would have dug that up and, and no. got it. I don't see any evidence that it was ever, this no. show was ever rerun anywhere there's not that no, much of it
0: but if it did i'd watch it cute little sitcom yeah,
1: it's fine i wouldn't watch that
0: yeah, four four point five out of ten oof
1: i i would watch gomer Pyle before i would watch what yeah. what's wrong
0: with you gomer Pyle. that's insane
1: jim neighbors is a as a comedic genius disagree so again that aired after star trek at 9 30 uh eastern on uh-huh. nbc nbc yeah working in this order yes opposite gomer Pyle and star trek so the in the 8:30 time slot, the only ABC show we watched oh. uh, in this entire evening because yeah. we couldn't find most of this other stuff. There was an AB, on also on ABC there was a Off to See the Wizard which is some sort of like anthology type show for oh. children. I couldn't find anything okay. about that really. But uh, at 8:30 was Hondo. Yeah. And Hondo is just a western. It's uh, based on the old John Wayne movie <laughs> Hondo. I I guess in a very basic sense, I couldn't really tell how similar that is. Hondo was in 1953, so this is way later. And why they then were like, we need to make a TV show out of a movie. <laughs> Let's take this Hondo, like yeah. John Wayne's 20th most famous film. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Hondo, as a Western, th- there's so many TV Westerns at that time that I, they all seem sort of interchangeable. And I- I've never been a big TV Western fan, so I couldn't really even say genre-wise. This doesn't really fit in with like the Bonanzas, yep. which was a little more like farm westerns where this is a little more oh. like old West Western sort yeah. of but it's set it in, in sort of like right after the Civil War yeah uh, and he was uh, a, a Confederate officer who then joins the army after the war and and kind of has some sort of uh, uh, reckoning yeah so it seems like there was a there's a revenge aspect to it mm-hmm. that uh, they kind of hint at hondo didn't run a terribly long time either so there's not a yeah. ton of episodes of it but uh, I didn't find that It was bad, necessarily. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't. Like, it was okay. I
0: thought it was a pretty good show. Yeah,
1: it's all right. I think that some of the internal logic is strange. Now, this episode that we saw, the Hondo episode, was Hondo and the Judas. Yep. And it is... (laughs) I I, I can't even say. Like, is this a famous episode? But it seems like if you saw Hondo, this is one that probably would stick out. It seems pivotal. Right. Because not only is it, like... There's actual stakes, it seems. At, you know, But yeah. there's also all of these real-world people, yeah. characters who show up.
0: Yeah. And it seems like it covers Hondo's backstory. Right. In a way that I don't know every episode would need to.
1: Right. And I don't know if, again, I don't know if the movie got into any of this. Yeah. So he was part of this group of these, like, villains, these yeah. marauders who yeah. would go and do... But, like, I think as a conf- they were a Confederate group. They were, like, in the war doing yeah. stuff. Not necessarily just going and doing crimes. Yeah. But real-world characters, and so it's part of Quantrell's Marauders, who was a real guy. Oh, I didn't
0: realize that he was real, too.
1: Well, every, yeah, it seems like everybody, you know, his 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 Marauders, his Raiders were all, like, real, sort of that combination of people. Yeah. But, again, we're in this Western craze time. Yeah. So, at the time, I was kind of like, is this really, like, these people? But it's like the Youngers are there, and the, the James Brothers. Yep. And the Fords, and, like, all those real-world outlaws yeah. are all in this group and hondo and hondo who i don't believe is a real person <laughs> but i looked this up then because we were talking so the episode just very quickly because it is a it's an hour episode yeah. and so the plot is basically just that like hondo gets this note and he thinks it's from a dead man and it's just signed <laughs> q and to which you thought
0: uh, uh, he's in q anon
1: yeah that maybe hondo was you know gonna go look for the pedophiles or whatever
0: but he goes off to this
1: ghost town finds quantrell uh who's hanging out with his like weird doctor friend played yep. by John Carradine <laughs> who's <laughs> yes. wonderful uh, and then all of a sudden all these other outlaws show up and Quantrell has this plan to rob like a stagecoach or a, a- something yeah. to get hundreds of thousands it was of like dollars in gold
0: to the union army right the stagecoach, like it was union related and that's where like they were going to wear like union uniforms and da, da, da. yeah
1: and that like hondo was there in somehow because yeah. hondo works for the army yeah but there's never like a time where they like ask him if he's cool with it they're just like are you in and that's it like yeah which seems odd like and like the fact that hondo's there at all you think that it would this would have tipped them off that like this plan isn't going to work yeah. So anyway, that but that's the basic plan. That's the plot of the episode. Yeah. And then from there there's actually a lot of interesting little character infighting. Yeah. It's not just a western where everybody keeps punching each other. Yeah. So so it actually kind of works out pretty well that way.
0: I actually thought this was one of the better shows we watched, if not the best show we watched. Like this episode was pretty good. Right. Like, it's not
1: it's not bad. It's
0: like layered.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Um you know, I just wonder like I think I said this at the times like is every episode like this yeah. like because how can you get into this much backstory and stuff about Hondo yeah. and then still have this whole show also his first name is Hondo I thought his last I thought he was like Corporal Hondo
0: I figured his last name was P he was Hondo P perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, so... But they, yeah, so the show, it resolves itself. Yeah. I don't know. Because there's the, there's a mystery. You know, Quantrell only has one arm. So I looked this up because I was curious, like, what... If he's a real guy, what is this all about? This yeah. show is clearly set 1871, 1872. Sure. Uh, clearly. Real-world William Quantrill does die in 1865, which is what they're talking about in the show. Oh. Where they're saying, like, I thought he was dead, and, like, he sh- got shot and left for dead, and all this other stuff. And when you look through his, like, real-world biography... There is like reference to like he dies and then they like people claim to be him after the fact.
0: Interesting. So
1: all of that episode is kind of based in like oh, that's cool. rumors and stuff. Yeah. yeah, So it's kind of a neat construction of an episode. But he really was shot in the back somewhere and died in in 1865. Amazing. Like right, right around when the Civil War ends.
0: That's so clever. Yeah, I love that.
1: But like his little group of raiders was a real group that really yeah. had the James brothers in it. Yeah. Like it really that that really is a jumping off point for then. The the outlaw stuff that they they you know that they end up doing.
0: Yeah, is the football team named after his Raiders?
1: I don't think so. Damn it, the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, again, they, this is mostly set in Kansas, <laughs> so I don't think they got. <laughs> quite Were
0: they that originally fun. the I, Kansas Raiders?
1: Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't think that's the. case.
0: That would have been a nice connection.
1: Yeah, but yeah, so that was uh, that was what the Hondo episode was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was okay. Like I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, you know the the acting's decent. Uh, but against a lot of character stuff, yeah. and so I don't know what this show actually was. Its clear problem was that it was on opposite Star Trek and Gomer Pyle, yeah. right? Or Wild Wild West? Gomer Pyle.
0: Uh, Gomer Pyle, I thought you said.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it has a horrible time slot, so I think that was really what worked against it, you know, more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, it was opposite Star Trek and Gomer Pyle. It only lasts, I think it doesn't even get through the end of that year. Hondo was canceled... It has no episodes that aired in 68. Oh. So its last episode was December 29th of 67. So Yikes. that's that's a short show. Yeah. But apparently it's had some sort of half-assed second life. Sure. They did release the, all 17 episodes or whatever on DVD at nice. one point. So there's something to that. The guy who played Hondo, Ralph Tager really only starred in a couple TV shows in the 60s.
0: He looks like someone, that's a terrible story. but yeah, he, that's not good. Uh, he looks sort <laughs> of like Robert Wagner, like a young Robert Wagner.
1: I guess a lot of guys around that time look like a young Robert Wagner, though. So <laughs> I think a, that would be it. Yeah. That's a nice
0: enabling statement.
1: Yeah. Now, Ralph <laughs> Tager, he, uh, they literally list him as somebody who starred in a bunch of short-lived TV shows. He was in Klondike uh, in the nice. early, early 60s. Uh, he was in Alcapulco 61, yeah. and then Hondo.
0: What I like 67. is his strategy was clearly T V shows with one word titles.
1: That was it. Easy yeah. easy to remember. Yeah. yeah.
0: Could've gotten him into Hunter, could have gotten him into Matlock.
1: Yeah, but no. Uh, he does he had episodes of stuff. He was on like um and a man from Uncle and yeah. you know, this and that. But he didn't really do a lot. He didn't have a long <laughs> career. Considering he's the star of the yeah. show. Like
0: Do you think lot. his agent called him and was like, Hey Bud, I've got a, a job for you. Do you want to come be on the show? It's got like James Gandolfini on it, it's about the it's about the mafia. One word title. No, it's called The Sopranos. Can't do it, bud. Can't do it.
1: You think Ralph Tager was that close? He was going to play Junior? <laughs> there, was a ch- there was a chance he was fighting his way in? You don't know. You I don't mean, know. it's possible. I don't know what, the, who, what was the, who was on the short yeah. list on that show to play you know Jackie April. Maybe it was Hondo. Could have been Hondo. Anything's possible? Yeah. So that was the second show. Yep. This is uh, the weird group, right? So yep. like, neither of those shows last any amount of time at all. The third show did actually get a couple years. Uh, but
0: literally a couple, right? Yeah, like no, two it years. <laughs> was not
1: a long-running show. It aired on NBC before Star Trek, yep. uh, opposite Wild Wild West at 7.30. And that was, I mean, <laughs> you say Hondo might be the best of these shows. Yes. Uh, I would say Wild Wild West is probably the most fun. Yeah. Um, none of them are funny. No. Uh, Star Trek's kind of funny, the one episode we saw. Yeah,
0: maybe. Um, but I
1: think my favorite show to actually watch was Tarzan. <laughs> Because it's so strange. Can you what, what do you got for Tarzan?
0: Okay. I think this show is amazing. Because you know I don't I didn't go into this knowing anything about Tarzan. Yeah. I knew like the the Yell and like me, Tarzan, Eugene. That's You've all never I seen
1: had. any movies? No. Used, I don't think so. the Disney so. cartoon?
0: I don't even think I've seen the Disney cartoon. Like yeah. I I didn't know anything about Tarzan. Yeah. And so we're getting ready to watch the show. I'm excited. The opening credits, he's like standing on a waterfall. He does the yell, like wild animals come out. It's great. Yeah. I think the chimps there. I'm not sure. Maybe. Uh, anyway. And then it's like, okay, here's the show. And it's these people standing around this like dead body. And this guy in a loincloth just like saunters in. And he's like, hello, gentlemen. What do we have here? Let's talk about the crime. And we're like, is that Tarzan? And he's just like a regular ass guy. Yeah. And so I tried to look it up. And the story goes goes that he was raised in the jungle and then he went to the real world and he just got tired of it so he went back to the jungle is that the tarzan story i don't think so no (laughs) i really i don't think so but that's this tarzan story
1: i mean i honestly don't know but it's like in the old tarzan movies tarzan talked like you know like he barely spoke english so in this while he sounds like he's just wandered in from a detective show mm-hmm. but he just chooses not to wear clothes yeah and it's crazy yeah
0: but he like he moves like a regular human he yeah. like everything he does is like a regular human except he wears this teeny tiny loincloth yeah which which is like teeny tiny loincloth like yeah. we joke about the tight pants but we got like butt cheek going on and <laughs> yeah. like and i was saying to joe like you could see where his tan line is on his lower abdomen like that's the yeah. that's the size of the loincloth it was very uncomfortable yeah um in a wonderful way and uh ron ely is in great shape <laughs> yeah i mean the one thing that you said about him which which stuck with me is that his arms were real veiny yeah and his chest was barely defined <laughs>
1: Like, I think before they start filming, I always assume, like, you know, like The Rock or, like, superheroes, yeah, yeah. they're, like, benching and getting pumped up before they go yeah, to yeah. film. Like, you want to look your absolute best, yeah, right? Yeah. Chris Evans in Captain America, he's yes. definitely coming right from yeah. doing, you know, bench presses to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think Ronnie Lee literally just has dumbbells, <laughs> and he's just doing curls, and then he goes out, and, and that's it. Because his he does, like, he's not in bad, it's not like no, his body's in bad no, shape. he looks fine. But his body just looks like a regular, like, torso, and then he's got these real veins. <laughs> arms like the biceps with this one huge vein yeah. and you're like it's crazy and you're like
0: why why, yeah. why
1: is it look this way yeah yeah. Just bonkers, but
0: the other thing that he did is because well, there were a couple other things that were surprising to us about the show. One was the presence of cars. So like we thought it was <laughs> the a first car jungle. that showed up
1: blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're what like, is this? Show
0: why? And then he's still like using vines to like move between places. Right. We're like there's a car right there, buddy. <laughs> just get in there. There's got to be
1: a quicker way, man. I know you're Tarzan, but come on. You like... don't
0: have to do that. It's tough on the arms. Oh but my no, God. Maybe that's why he had the veins because he's just swinging all. Just the time. Just swinging all. Yeah. I guess
1: he had to. He he was portraying the my arms have to be really. Really defined yeah, yeah. part of the character, right. I guess. yeah. Um, but
0: but then he's wearing the loincloth, he's talking to guys in suits. That's all. Everyone yeah. else is wearing a suit. There's a kid
1: wearing blue jeans at one point, and you're like, what? When Why? is this? Uh, you know. But like, not only did he apparently leave the jungle yeah. and then decide to go back, but he left the jungle, must have worn clothes, <laughs> and yes. then decided, you know what, this isn't for me. Yeah. Even though the jungle, clearly stock footage, <laughs>
0: right. and
1: the show clearly filmed in just California.
0: Well, it was filmed in Brazil. <laughs> and, yeah, and part of it was filmed in Mexico, and then they like, eventually moved it to Mexico. So why did they
1: pick the least jungle-looking places to film this I have no idea. Show? It
0: did look like it was filmed in California. Yeah. You're totally right. Until I read it, I was like, oh, that's yeah. California. I thought they filmed
1: it in like Griffith Park. No. Like, it's just trees. No. Like, Brazil. I think the that love-in that we covered, yeah, yeah. I think was going on while they're filming. Yes. Just yeah, that's why there's, yeah. it
0: looks so smoky in yeah, the background. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. So,
0: there were also, like, there was a kid who also wore a loincloth, yeah. but he didn't look like tarzan so i don't think he was tarzan's kid
1: i don't think so no
0: idea where that jane was came not
1: from. in this episode if she's a character on the she's show
0: she's not there's no there's jane no women all. on the show no well there might be women but there's not one jane oh if you know what i'm saying
1: sure you would think that would be a I, thing
0: i think it allows him to flirt with ladies uh oh, which he did sense. yeah i do want to read so when i went to the wikipedia page to look up the episodes mm-hmm. there were there's like every episode is like a line, two lines as a summary. Some have like four lines, but the first episode has like a full long paragraph as a description. I'm not going to read the whole paragraph, but I do want to share with you how they decided to open this show, right? Mm. They've got this new show. It's Tarzan. Uh, we've got to figure out what's the first episode. What are we going out with? First line of the plot When a beautiful blind girl's seeing eye lion, Sultan, <laughs> Is mistaken for a rogue, Tarzan must prove the beast's innocence. So it's like a lion trial, and that's where they start.
1: So that's why Tarzan is so formal yes. that he has to go on like lawyers. Yes. He has to go lawyering.
0: He's a jungle lawyer.
1: Jungle lawyer Tarzan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think my favorite parts of this crazy episode were uh, that clearly the script was not long enough. So they had to pad it out with weird
0: scenes,
1: (laughs) uh, including an extended sequence between that jungle boy and three monkeys playing volleyball.
0: (laughs) Against four
1: children who they soundly defeat. Yes. In a crazy uh, sequence of editing.
0: They did, they did like the whole They go, they're going to play. They, they do like what looks like a montage of people hitting balls. And I was like, great. And then the ball hits the ground. And they're like, that's point one. And Joe and I were like, oh my God. Oh my God this,
1: we might see this whole game.
0: But <laughs> they going all 21 points? Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't want to exaggerate. I think that goes on for three and a half minutes. Yes. Like it's insanely long. I think that's
0: true. It wasn't all 21 points, no. but it went on for. And this is
1: the only part of the show yeah. that these characters are in. So we, we, not knowing this show have yes. to assume these are important characters.
0: Yes. Had no idea if that's true. Nothing yeah. else to go on. And the best part is that scene ends and the boy who is playing with the monkeys, the like, the loincloth boy. Jai. Jai, yeah. thank you. Goes up to some guy who, some adult man who was watching and the guy was <laughs> like, well, I think you're your code, your teammates are 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 unqualified, or what is it? Yeah, like illegal or what yeah, is, yeah, something. yeah, like they they're not eligible to play. Yeah, he's like, like
1: some sort of volleyball uh, rules uh, Nazi. I don't, I don't, I don't know I what mean, that was. Did you
0: see these monkeys spike that ball? They did it. They like, were doing great. I don't know why we got to be yeah. racist against the monkeys.
1: Against again, the children wearing blue jeans. Yes, which I don't know where yes. where they came from. No, I don't understand the town. No, there's like a town, but it's not like an yeah. old west town or a jungle town. Just a
0: regular ass town. Just
1: a regular kind of a yeah. weird city. That Mm -hmm. all of these people apparently are in. Yeah, there was that. There's, uh, then, the plot is kind of goofy. Like, these Nazis show up, and they want to get this, like, chest full of gold or something that some other Nazi has, who has now gone good. He hides it in a cave. Yeah. They make Tarzan go take them to to go to the cave, which you have to get through through an underwater thing. So there's a sequence where people just keep diving into this pond to go swim down to this thing. Be like, hey, there's a rock there. He's like, I don't believe you. He goes down, checks. He's like, oh, there's a rock there. Third guy goes down. He's like, well, can't move it. Tarzan goes down. He can't move it. And they have to keep doing this until finally they do. And then there's nothing in the cave. Yeah, yeah. So the episode's dumb. Like, it it doesn't mean anything. But there's not even a lot of great opportunities for, like, punching. There's some. There's not a lot. Yeah, Uh, There's a lot of mysterious, like, characters that just know things that don't make sense. Yes. Like, uh, right at the beginning when people die, it's like... I think it's like, how does Tarzan know that the nazis because the, there's the, there's these two guys who we assume are nazis but they never say it yeah kill the natives families and yeah. then there's natives chasing them as well yep uh apparently just natives from brazil yeah uh but, like, there's that. The Nazis later die in the cave from a cave-in. Yeah. But no one's in that cave to see this, but they just know it. Yeah. Somebody just says, well, they're dead.
0: There was, like, a blah, 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 blah of yeah. the water. And they were like, oh, they're dead. But that doesn't even make sense. Like, no. there's this
1: underwater cave. You can't see
0: it, it. doesn't there. make sense. So, no.
1: So that's all pretty bunkers. Yes. Um, I wouldn't say that's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tarzan works, but I do uh, think it was very entertaining.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I also thought it was very entertaining, and it's hard for me to say that a show with that much side butt uh, is a bad show. So I'm going to give it two thumbs up.
1: So I was trying to think of the quality of the show. Oh, me too. You were thinking of the beefcake.
0: (laughs) The quality of them butts.
1: Yeah. Ron Uh, Healy really got it
0: done. Still alive to this day. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. I hope his arms are okay. Uh, The one thing that I did like is that Tarzan's walking around in a loincloth, and he'll, like, approach a guy in, like, a suit and a hat... And talk to him and, and like, put his leg up on the bench in front of him like he's a... That is a great like moment. Like he's a detective. He's
1: talking to a guy who is sitting down. Yeah. And he and Tarzan wearing a loincloth just is like standing with his like leg up on like a bench. Yeah. So that if this was a legitimate loincloth, yeah. that guy is just face to face with balls.
0: Yeah. Very And Tarzan's
1: kinda cool with that. Yeah. Because apparently he went to USC. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just so strange. I, I don't get it. But
0: uh.
1: there's a couple details we've blown through in yeah. going through these episodes yes. that I don't want to miss.
0: I I think I know what they are.
1: Well the one I the one I didn't mention uh, before because I didn't know how I was gonna fit it in but I still want to try to get in, is on the Hondo show,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, there's apparently a child character just in the cast
0: okay.
1: uh, who plays uh, Johnny Dow. Yep. I don't. So the character's listed. I know, like, Buffalo Baker is, like, his sidekick. Who is sure. Buffalo's that weird drunk guy at the beginning oh, yeah. of the episode. But there's also Angie Dow, Okay. Who maybe is Hondo's love interest. Ooh. And her child is Johnny Dow. Yep. Who is played by uh, Buddy Foster, who was a child actor at the time, and who I have no familiarity with, except he is Jodie Foster's older brother.
0: Wow! So, I
1: didn't know he existed, and that uh, she wasn't just the first person in that family to right. uh, to get it done. He hasn't appeared in anything since Foxes in 80, with Jodie Foster. Damn! So, uh, he just... I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Wanted to make sure we got that out there. Yeah. For people who are like, oh, better mention him. He yeah. was on Hondo. It's yeah. the only thing I know about Hondo.
0: So, like, someone's, like, the world's biggest Buddy Foster fan is out there, like, Maybe. waiting for us to mention yeah. him.
1: Yeah. Or a huge Jody Foster fan. They're like, mm,
0: mention Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Buddy. <laughs> Let's get some love to Buddy. Uh, well, I will tell you my... Uh, favorite fact, maybe about any of these shows <laughs> yeah. that I forgot when we were talking about *Accidental Family*. Wanted to make
1: sure we got it back. Yeah,
0: in. yeah. Uh, I was gonna prompt you for like some planted question and then answer my own question with this, but uh, yeah. you you. We were tra- you were tracking. Yeah. So. Well,
1: oh, you know what? I can I, we can I can set this up and we can we can okay. volley it right in. Yeah. The guy who produced *Accidental Family*, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Was Sheldon Leonard, who was a big-time TV producer. But you yeah. also know who Sheldon Leonard was. I don't. He was Nick in *It's a Wonderful Life*. What? Yeah. Hey, look, Mister.
0: We save hard drinks in here for men who want to get drunk fast, and we don't need any characters around to give the joint atmosphere. Is that clear? But I have to slip you my lip for a convincer. Uh, he
1: he then later had a pretty good producing career. Get out of here. But early on, he was given out wings.
0: Ah. <laughs> that was
1: just that guy's job.
0: Ah. He
1: much older appeared on an episode of Dream On. I always remembered this yeah. as like an old man. Yeah. And he was like a, he always played a lot of gangsters. Like he had sure, that kind yeah, of look. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember this in like some old like a Dream On episode way later that yeah. he was on, and then it was like but like he was sort of a gangster, but also a movie producer. And oh. I was like oh so this all brought it together.
0: Interesting.
1: But uh but Sheldon. Leonard was hardly the uh, most famous person on no. the production group of Accidental Family.
0: No, no. We were watching the credits and the writers' names came up and we were like, wait a minute. The episode that we watched along with one other episode of Accidental Family in 1967 was written by James L. Brooks, creator of The Simpsons. What? One of the creators of The Simpsons.
1: It comes up as Jim Brooks. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, that's not James L. Brooks, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's 67. It's kind of early. Like, yeah. I don't know how old he would have been, but I was like... Is it? Like, it's possible. He's a writer, you know? I mean... 67, that is literally, that's 16 years before James L. Brooks would start winning Oscars <laughs> for Terms of Endearment, but he, of course, had to cut his teeth somewhere right in Accidental Family. Two
0: episodes of Accidental Family, he wrote, including, uh, including the one we watched tonight. He was born in 1942, so he was 27 when he did it, which is young, but not like, he wasn't 12, you know? No, I mean, 27, that's, 27 that's, and that's, that's an
1: adult. Yeah. 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 I, I guess, I don't know, there weren't the jokes that you would expect.
0: No, it was case. fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I, because he was also the only writer, there were lots oh. of shows on, And I think on his other episode, he was like a co-writer. Yeah. But he was the only person who wrote this weird uh, lamb. Contest. Lamb Bonin episode. The
1: Lamb Bonin episode. Yeah. But then, yeah, later goes on to become like the richest person in the world. Yeah. Right. Well, November 3rd. 1967. Yep. Can we finally close the book on this thing?
0: I, I mean, I thought we did last time. No. So you just, you have to stop looking. At I'm not going to look anymore and find yeah. out
1: what happened. Yeah, I think that that's enough. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, we we have started plotting out the the end of this season, yeah. which I think is fun because we, I, I think season one, we had this too, but season one, it was so, it's so, it worked out so neatly that it was like, wow, this is, it's about a year and it's this many yep. episodes. Where this season, because of the visitors from Nova Scotia taking up so much like, headspace yeah. we haven't really been able to figure yeah. that out
0: in episode space
1: yeah it does take up this big as of right now like it might have already come out
0: yeah
1: uh it's i think it's gonna be five episodes so that's that's a month of episodes yeah you know more than more. what we've been doing lately yeah. so how exactly these episodes are going to fit around that i don't know but i i we talked about it and i was like how many episodes do you think we got left and so we looked at the chart and we're like i think there's five i think we can do five and then this thing popped up because i realized we mentioned this in a different episode yeah And then we found other stuff, and I was like, "We gotta talk about big lots, right?" (laughs) So now we're up to like eight or nine. So I don't know. I I don't think the season's actually going to end quite as soon as we thought. We do
0: have an episode coming up, the topic of which was solely my idea, which never happens. Yeah. So I'm very excited about it.
1: So we've got to do it because I got to give Sarah that confidence (laughs) to build her up. So had to do it. Okay, I think that's it, and that's probably it for TV in '67. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I don't think we're going to go to a different night and do all of those.
0: Yeah. Uh, So what are you doing for the outro?
1: Uh, I mean, none of this. I, I, no. You Can you do the Tarzan yell?
0: No. Uh, neither can I. Okay. I do you want to sing the Bonanza theme song?
1: <laughs> can you? Uh, you? I, my favorite thing is you singing the Bonanza theme song. Why? No, you know why. Because <laughs> we've seen, well, it's too long of a story. But so if you'll do it, and then we'll just go out on that.
0: No, we can tell the story. It's easy. So we are playing Trivial Pursuit. We got a question about a TV show, the answer of which was Bonanza. Yeah. But I was dumb, and I said, Rawhide. And Joe was like, no, it's Bonanza. And I was like, oh, shit. In my head, what I did was, Rawhide. <laughs> and I just got it. I got the song right. And yep. the show rung.
1: So now, anytime we see Rawhide anywhere, like, we were at, like, an antique store once, and they had, like, like VHSs of it. I went, oh, hey, look. da Rawhide. <laughs> <laughs> And that's Which just, that's relationship joke right there.
0: Uh, inaccurate. That's, uh... I think this is what the listeners come for. I don't Well, <laughs> oh, this is the other
1: thing we wanted to talk about. Yeah. If you think you've watched every episode you watched, if you've listened to every episode of our show... Yeah. Uh, I want you to actually write in and tell us that. Because I don't think anyone has. Mm-mm. Like, I've never sat and listened to the show. Like, I, I, yeah. I think you listen to it I because I yeah. put it together, but... Yeah. You know, be, after that, I don't listen to them again. So I, even I haven't really listened to the show. Yeah. So if you've listened to the show, actually, like, just write in and let us know. It yeah. happened one year at Gmail. Uh, it happened one year with the number one on Twitter. Yes. I, I'm just curious. Wait, yeah, just tell us. And then, you know, maybe we'll put together a really complicated trivia game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in episode 48, you know, what did we say was, you know, Dave uh, Garden's favorite breakfast cereal. <laughs> I don't think that's
0: I do. Show. I do listen to every episode when it comes out. I... I've gone back and listened to not very many, but some of them. But when I'm, but sometimes when I'm bummed or I want to giggle, I listen to the Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon <laughs> episode because <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. Yeah,
1: I believe also our shortest actual episode.
0: Yeah, that so, or yeah. the Justin Bieber episode. Those are the best. Oh, ones. those are fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I have episodes I do really like, but I never get around to listening to them. Oh, you should. So They're one of these, great. Like, well, next time we go on a road trip, I want to like pull up some greatest hits. Yes. You know. The other reason we were talking about this, and then we got to get out of here. Is <laughs> this is I don't know what number episode this actually works out to be, but yeah. um, we've recorded something like eighty-seven episodes, yeah. something like that. So we're getting close to hundred, and then you know Shag Harbor is going to take up some space. Yeah. Like there's you know, so by the time we get to season three, we're going to be really close. So we need to formulate a one hundredth episode yeah. thing. And so this is why we started talking about this. But uh, I, I, I don't know why we've done a hundred of these.
0: <laughs> can we, when we do that episode, can we call it the the Hondo?
1: I think we have to call it, the, I can't put that in the title of this one. I got to save the Hondo <laughs> yeah, for that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. But yeah, so we might just start calling people that night. Just yeah. see, we, might, we shouldn't even plan it. Just 100th episode, <laughs> just start calling people at random who have have been involved from- and just put and just be like, you're on the air. <laughs> Hey, caller, what do you think of it happened one like year? Like they
0: called into the radio show, except we called them. That's
1: it, yeah. You're like, uh, what? And be like, hey, uh, here we are. We're recording right now. You son of a bitch. And people hang up on us.
0: So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's coming. I'm excited. Coming soon. It's a good plan. Okay, well, I think that about wraps it up.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, my God. I don't
1: know if we want to get into whole new topics.
0: If, if you had to choose, <laughs> if you had to
1: choose one of these shows to watch again. Yeah. And you're strictly going on beefcake. It's oh,
0: it's Tarzan. Or is it
1: Robert Conrad's pants? No, no, no. Is no. it James Kirk's pants?
0: It's the, it's the, it's the side butt. Yeah. I, I feel like I've mentioned the side butt like four times, which probably is a bad sign. But it's the side butt.
1: It is a lot of side butt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a good side butt.
1: Did you notice that all of these shows were really like dude centric shows?
0: That's the patriarchy. But no, it's not the
1: patriarchy. Like, but really, yeah. like, isn't that? There's kind like, of the Lucy show was the number two show on television. Yeah, that's 67. one show. We just didn't get it on Friday night. Why was Friday night so thirsty?
0: No. It's just one show. No, this is, I mean, this is why the Bechdel, look, you took us here. This is why the Bechdel test exists, because women were only in, and I believe I've talked about this on the show before, their purpose was in service of men, so I'm not surprised. I mean,
1: I'd say the the most, you know, strongest female character in any of these shows was Accidental Family, and... And, but, I mean, like, th- there aren't really women on Wild Wild West. Nope. They were, I think, all femme fatales or yes. people that Jim West was kissing. Yep. There's Ahura. Yep. There were no women on uh, Gomer Pyle. Nope. Or on Hondo. Nope. And there were no women on Tarzan, except for that one German lady. Yeah. Who flirted just... Flirted with Tarzan. She sprained her foot and then flirted with Tarzan. Yeah. I think within, like, five minutes of, of meeting Tarzan, she was like, I could see myself marrying you. Yeah. <laughs> or marrying somebody like you. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: doesn't even wear clothes. <laughs> No. I mean I could yeah, I mean I get it. I get that feeling. All Look, right. I'm gonna stop thirsting after Tarzan. Yeah, you I feel gotta like let it I go. made things real awkward. Yeah, again,
1: yeah, you gotta, we gotta get out of here. Again, Ron Healy's still alive. He's like eighty five, but he's still out there.
0: Ha cha cha.
1: Hope you're doing good, Ron.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he's listening.
1: Uh, okay, that is enough. Okay. I've had enough of you. <laughs> in this, this attitude. <laughs> it is time to Can go. Can we go
0: watch more Tarzan? No!
1: <laughs> Thanks everybody. This has been It Happened One Year. Please follow us on Snapchat. I think we can get a streak going? Isn't that a thing?
0: that there's nothing down there. But we saw it. We saw it floating. Anything could have happened after that. You're gonna sweep it all under the rug, man. Just like Roswell. Like it never happened. Well, we gotta tell everybody. The visitors to Nova Scotia. Coming soon.